Hello and welcome back to the Coached by Dan podcast. Hope everyone's keeping really, really well. Uh, before we go into this week's podcast, just want to say a massive thank you to everyone for the support on last week's podcast, the um, Chat Shit Get Banged. We're talking about all about hip workouts and that kind of stuff. Um, some really, really solid feedback on that one. Not going to lie. Very happy with that. So to those who did enjoy it and shared and all that fun stuff, thank you very much. I do really, really appreciate it. Now, this week on the podcast, as you can tell, um, it's just myself once again. I go through phases of podcasts where I'm like, I'm really enjoying getting guests on. And then I really enjoy solo podcasts. Now's the time where I'm really, really enjoying solo podcasts. I think it's to do with how busy I am elsewhere. Like, when it comes to two-person podcasts, you know, there's the case of actually getting in touch with them. Funny a day and time that suits them and you best, and then recording it, editing it, going on and so forth. And like it takes more time and work than you'd think. Um, and these last two weeks, I've just been up the walls, mental, mental busy. So I just didn't want to put the excess stress on myself to have that responsibility, I guess. Um, and as a result, more solo podcasts. Now, um, I do want to sort some guests out going forward. So if you are listening to this podcast right now, I would be over the moon if you could whip your phone out, or if you're on your phone, just pull out right now, go to Instagram, go to Coach Badan, and DM me, be like, hey, Dan, what's up? I want you to try to talk to this guest or this person, or even give me a topic to talk about, because that always helps. Obviously, as a podcast creator myself, you know, I don't make podcasts for me, I make podcasts for you, who's listening, and it's a case of, you know, if you want me to talk about a topic, um, or you want me to talk with someone about something, you know, when you let me know, I can make that. This is a small podcast. This isn't the Joe Rogan podcast or anything like that. This is a small podcast. So if you message me saying, I want you to talk about this, I will talk about it. Like today's topic, um, I got a DM earlier in the week asking me to make some content going over fitness trackers. And I was like, do you know what? I actually haven't made a post on Instagram, an email, or a podcast talking about fitness trackers. So I was like, do you know what? Yeah, I'll fucking do it. I told you, man, that I was going to do it um, over a post. But then I was like, do you know what? I'll do a podcast on it because, you know what? Podcasts let me go into a lot more detail. Um, and they're just more fun to record, to be honest, in my opinion. So without further ado, let's uh, let's go into the topic of fitness trackers. Um, so what is a fitness tracker? So fitness trackers are things like Fitbits, um, Aura Rings, Whoop Bands, things that just kind of give you... It just lets you track data, like health points, you know, within your body. Things like, you know, step count heart rate, resting heart rate, heart rate variability, um, and things of that nature. And I suppose with fitness trackers, there's, you know, this old, there's always been this like ongoing debate of, you know, which fitness tracker is better, which is worse, is this accurate, is that accurate? So essentially what I'm going to do now is, you know, break down the different aspects of fitness trackers, what they do, what they claim to do, what they track. Um, I'll give my own feedback on my one that I use. Um, what I recommend, and I suppose things with these fitness trackers to to look into, what to kind of you know worry about, what not to worry about, what to be like, oh, well, this is it's this, but is it actually that, and things of that nature. So you know, different types of fitness trackers. You know, you've got the the your bog average, your bog standard Fitbit. That's what I rock right now. I rock a Fitbit Versa Two Lite, I believe it is. Um, they're cheap, cost me about 80 quid, 90 quid in the Black Friday sale, and it just does the job. You know, you've also got things like Whoop Bands, which, 
you know, are quite big and quite solid as far as I'm aware. I've never used one, but I've heard good things. Um, you've got like Apple Watches, which is like a fancy Fitbit. But of course, if you if you like Apple stuff, you're like, oh, I've got an Apple Watch and I don't have a Fitbit because fuck you. I'm becoming a bit of an Apple wanker myself um, since getting the laptop and the mouse and the AirPods and the phone and all that fun stuff. I just feel like I'm slowly becoming an Apple wanker. Um, it's the same fucking product, but just costs a bomb more. It's doing nothing to my bank account. Positive. <laughs> but I'm just a sucker for the Apple logo. So there we go. But I suppose the key things, obviously, you're going to get from a fitness tracker are the following. So obviously, time and most like a, like a Whoop Band, I'm pretty sure it does. I don't know if it's a watch or not. Like a Fitbit does, an Apple Watch does, of course. Most come in, in watch forms. And, you know, they'll tell you things like, you know, the time more than likely, of course. Um... It'll tend to think of your step, your step count, which is the big one they track, um, your heart rate, like your resting heart rate, your heart rate during exercise, and just like it'll just track your heart rate, you know, in day-to-day activities. Um, it can it, it claims to track your your calorie expenditure, and I'll say I say claims for good reason. We'll talk about it in a second. Um, so things like Fitbits have like a relaxing feature, which kind of brings you to like a guided breathing, um, kind of session, which is quite quite helpful. Um. I know things like the Whoop band goes over things like recovery and will kind of monitor certain aspects, and that's quite cool. Heart rate variability, and yeah, generally things of that nature. Now, I suppose from the get-go, one thing they all do quite accurately is, I suppose the key thing I'm going to look into now is kind of different pieces of, of tracking kit and what's accurate, what's not accurate, and what to look out for. So let's look at steps first of all. So steps is one that, like, Data trackers get pretty bang on all the time. Um, when you look at your phone compared to your Fitbit or your Whoop Band or your Aura Ring, um, phones are pretty dirt when it comes to tracking steps. They're pretty pretty not great. I know how they do it, but phones are generally very inaccurate. Um, why I say this, I had, um, I don't know, like, I remember in Lidl, you could buy like these really cheap like fitness trackers and I had a Fitbit at the same time. I put them both on the same arm while my phone in my pocket all day and the two trackers on my wrist gave me the same steps within like 10 I think the difference in them was 10 steps which is pretty cool and the phone was like 4,000 off I was like right so obviously the phone's off um so from a step count point of view data trackers are pretty solid you know you've got like Fitbits again whoop bands aura rings Apple Watches. So from step point of view, they're pretty bang on. Like steps are a pretty important thing to track. Obviously, when your goal is like fat loss, um, or just moving more, whatever for whatever reason, you know, your steps can be really, really important. Like suppose what gets measured gets managed. If you want to diet down or build muscle, like you track your calories, track your workouts. Tracking your steps is just the same thing. You know, when you when you measure something, you know, you can make, you know, academic academic is not the word, measurable kind of improvements and tweaks and increases um based off what you did before on you know if you don't know your step goal and you still like a fifteen thousand step goal when you've actually done two thousand steps it's gonna be fucking hard to do but if you notice over time you do six or seven thousand steps aim for like a nine or ten thousand step goals can be really easy so steps are pretty bang on with all of them um and it makes tracking them a, little, a lot easier so now if you're looking to do body fat and you're like right i want to do 10 15 20 000 steps a day they're pretty bang on for that um you know, you can generally get on the watch face or whatever. So, like, yeah, from a step tracking point of view, they're pretty bang on. Now, let's look at heart rate. Um, I think heart rate is one of those ones that you should take with a pinch of salt 
at least with things like Fitbits and as far as I'm aware, Apple Watches. Now, disclaimer, I've never used an Apple Watch. I'm going off what I've been told about Apple Watches and Aura Rings and Whoop Bands. But from a heart rate point of view, I know myself that the higher your heart rate is, the less accurate your Fitbit is. For example, like if I'm tracking my 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 waking heart rate, for example, it'll always be between kind of 50 and 60 beats per minute and my Fitbit will be pretty bang on. Like I know you can like you take yourself, you like have your hand on your pulse and you count that for 10 seconds and you obviously multiply by six. So like your 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 minute heart rate, beats per minute. Fitbit is pretty good for the, the resting heart rate. So kind of if you want to track that, you wake up, sit inside your bed, don't make any conscious effort to change your breathing. And just like look at your Fitbit for a minute and kind of see where the heart rate is. And that's going to be your resting heart rate. What I have noticed is the higher it goes, like if I'm doing cardio or if I went for a fucking run, the few times I have gone for runs, um, the Fitbit won't be bang on. So I'll be fucking, I'll be gassed. I'll have fucking my heart pumping like crazy. I can feel it going. But my Fitbit was like 90 beats per minute. I'm like, right, that's wrong. You know, <laughs> I'm breathing a lot heavier than that. My heart's going a lot more than that. Um... So what I did before is what if I was doing cardio, I have like a heart rate monitor. So you can get like a Polar H10 is what I use um, if I'm tracking my cardio. And you kind of wrap that around your chest. You like you wetten the, the sensor on it and you wrap it around your chest. And I was doing cardio twice a week, about 130 to 150 beats per minute was my average aim. And the heart rate monitor said between 130 and 150. And I had it on that while my Fitbit said like 90 or 85. And I was like, right, that's not accurate. So I'm not going to really worry about that. So from my point of view, I know Fitbits, the higher the heart rate, the less accurate it's going to be. That's my own knowledge and experience with it. Um, you know, those with Apple Watches I've heard are in similar boats. Aura rings, I hear are quite good for it. But if you're someone who does want to track your resting heart rate um, or general kind of keep track of your heart rate while you're doing cardio, I recommend getting some kind of heart rate monitor. Um, they're about 60, 70, 80 quid. Uh, the one I use, uh, it's a Polar H10 heart rate monitor. Um, the ones you kind of wrap around your chest, just under the nipple line. They're pretty accurate from a heart rate point of view. So if you do want to take tracking your, like beat your waking heart rate, your resting heart rate, or your just tracking heart rate from a cardiovascular point of view, like if you're doing cardio and it's between 120, 140 beats per minute or whatever it is, um, tracking heart rate is going to be quite important just to make sure you're doing everything to the T because obviously what gets measured gets managed. So if you are someone who wants to track your heart rate, that is something I would recommend. Now, let's talk about calories. I think this is one of the fucking worst things about fitness trackers, and they're not accurate at all in terms of calories. You know, you'll see people posting, there's always like, oh, look how many fucking calories I burned doing this exercise. Like, number one, no one fucking cares, so don't post that in your story. <laughs> uh, but second thing is, it's not accurate. You know, oh, I burned this many calories during training. I burned this amount doing this, this amount doing that. It's like, okay, they're not accurate. Like a, a fitness tracker isn't accurate in terms of how many calories you will burn, especially from a Fitbit or an Apple Watch point of view. They're not accurate. Um, I know heart monitors are similar enough. They're not mad accurate. Um, O-rings and root bands, I can't tell you exactly if they are accurate, but generally speaking, I wouldn't say, like kind of like cardio machines, it's very hard to gauge how much, how many calories someone's burned from just like, heart monitor or blood pressure thing or like a fitbit it's quite hard to know how much energy you're actually spending so because i know obviously they take things like weight into account that kind of way when you put it into the data so like, there's always going to be inaccuracies there um so basically what i say is from a calorie point of view i wouldn't rely on a fitbit to tell you how many calories you've burned 
you know, oh, but Dan, I've been eating this many calories, my Fitbit says I'm burning more than that, and I'm still not losing weight, well, there's your fucking sign, of course, that, you know, your Fitbit's wrong, tracking calories you eat is gonna be far more accurate than tracking calories you burn, so forget tracking calories you've burned, because that's just gonna do you nothing positive, but make you quite obsessive around fucking the calories you burned, focus on if your goal is fat loss, just focus on the calories you're taking in and obviously combine that with enjoyment and obviously the weight coming down and how you look, how you feel and that's going to be a lot more optimal for fat loss. Fuck me, if you're feeling like shit and you're still dropping calories lower and lower and lower not seeing anything happening, you know, you're just kicking a dead horse. Now, on that subject as well, when you're training, the goal of training should not be calorie burning. Like, we burn calories all the time. Me recording this podcast, speaking, fiddling with my fucking the string on my hoodie that's burning calories me going for a walk burns calories when i'm asleep burning calories like when you're asleep everything doesn't just stop you're still you're recovering like when you're sleeping that's where the majority of recovery comes from and obviously to do anything your body needs calories so you'll be burning calories when you're sleeping from recovery processes digesting food you know if you're sleeping you move side to side that's going to take calories to fuel that to, to to happen so like yeah like don't Going into exercise to burn calories is relatively pointless just because everything you do is, is burning calories. So, like, why is it just when you come to training that's when you decide to track your calories? And again, if you're going to exercise with the goal of burning calories, you're gonna be fucking miserable because you're gonna be so bogged down at how little you actually burn doing exercise. Like, when you look at EAT, your exercise activity thermogenesis, and look at the amount of calories you actually burn through like a spin class or like a training session, like, you burn fuck all. And when you see you've only burned like 170, 200 calories or claimed by your Fitbit from a session, you're like, oh, I obviously didn't go hard enough. You did go fucking hard enough. You just don't use that many calories when you're training. So don't fucking worry about it. You get me? You feel me? You're putting, you're picking up what I'm putting down, are you? I fucking hope you are. Or else I'm just rambling off for no reason. My God. Uh, so yeah, fucking don't worry about calories when you're burning, when you're fucking training. When you're training, like focus on the session, focus on the weights you're lifting, focus on progressive overload, focus on doing more over time. That's going to yield you a shit ton more benefit than the amount of fucking calories your Fitbit tells you is burned. Like, stop worrying about that kind of shit. It's actually doing nothing for you. Do you know, if you're focused, if you're, if you go to, tra- like, I think mindset and the kind of wire training, it's such a, plays such a big role in the quality of your sessions. And like, why do we train? We train, well, resistance training or whatever training you do to become better more proficient more efficient at that sport or that thing you're doing if i'm weight training i want to be progressively overloading, overloading over time to build more muscle to get stronger to have a better physique the calories i burn that session doesn't fucking matter for that so why will i care about it um if you're training for performance if you want to be a cyclist or a swimmer like you don't like who cares about the calories you burn you want to focus on your performance so like don't fucking worry about it combine that with the inaccuracy of calorie burning that a fitbit or an aura ring or whatever that kind of tells you it does like you're just you're gonna get you're getting nowhere fast so calorie wise they're quite inaccurate um and with that being said as well it's gonna contribute nothing towards your session how many calories you burn so don't fucking worry about it if you are obviously tracking calories track the calories you, in, you take in and from an expenditure point of view because we can't actually tell how many calories we burn just focus on being active getting a step going nice and high training consistently doing shit like that um don't sit down all day fucking hell and obviously track the food you take in now with things like whoop bands i know whoop bands are quite good from a recovery point of view because it basically it monitors things so it's kind of like you know i'm sorry if you can hear the dogs barking in the background there by the way um basically you know if you have some nights when you're sleeping and it tells you 
you know, oh, you have a really good night's sleep here. It can kind of, like, it tracks everything you do. You know, if you, I know you can link it to your, like, your, your fucking MyFitnessPal, so if you take food in, it can kind of be like, oh, well, actually, you had better night's sleep these nights when you ate these foods and got this much nutrient in this amount, so maybe do that more. And you can kind of, it gives you feedback and kind of, like, shit of that, shit of that, and it's kind of like, that's kind of interesting. Now, as far as I remember, whoop bands are quite expensive, so if you are quite invested in tracking, I'd say maybe go for one. Um, but I think that's a cool one as well. Uh, sleep is obviously a big thing they track. Um, now, different ways of tracking sleep. Fitbits are not the most accurate thing ever. I always found that my Fitbit always underestimates my sleep. Um, and yeah, like basically your Fitbit generally goes off movement. So if I am asleep and I swing my arm across the bed, it'll basically be like, oh shit, Dan's awake, he's moving a lot. It's like, no, I'm asleep, I'm just moving my arm. Um, so it'll tell you you're awake. So... In that aspect, I wouldn't say they're the most accurate thing ever. There have been nights where I just haven't been able to sleep for hours, like the odd time that does happen. And just because I'm lying still in bed, it's like, oh, Dan must be asleep. Here we go. So let's tell him, tell him he's in deep sleep. Like, there's one night, I remember a few months ago, I um, I remember I was in the car coming home. And like, I'm very caffeine sensitive. Um, and it, was like a, it was like a can of monster inside my car. Like, I come back, for, I trained really late, which is just stupid mistake number one don't train late because your heart goes mad high and you just get very stressed um i trained at like 7 p.m finished at half past eight and i drank a monster on the way up and there's half a can left so combined being quite wired and in a very sympathetic dominant state of training combined that with half a can of monster at like 9 p.m i was quite wired and i took me to like, like 4 a.m to fall asleep which wasn't great when you're waking up at seven um and it told me i was in deep sleep from like <laughs> It's supposed to sleep for four hours, but I wasn't. But it was basically like you were in deep sleep for two of these hours. I'm like, that's just not true as well, because like you don't get that much deep sleep for that much time. You do get like thirteen to twenty five percent of your sleep is deep sleep. So like in what four hours of sleep, fifty percent was not deep sleep. So it's not very it's not very accurate in that kind of man in that kind of manner. Things I do know are quite accurate for tracking sleep are whoop bands I get a good reputation for being quite good at tracking sleep. Same with aura rings. Aura rings are pretty spot on from a tracking point of view. Um, another way you can track your sleep is an app called Sleep Cycles. Again, more data tracking here. Um, basically, what it does is it records your breathing. So before you go to bed, you plug your phone in and you put the phone beside you and you press record or you press start. And basically, it listens to your... It's a really high-quality recorder built into the app. So like, even if I'm on the opposite of the bed that my table is and I'm breathing facing the wall, like I'm looking at my bed now, I have a bedside table towards the right side and the left side of my bed is facing towards the wall. If I'm on the far left side of my bed and I'm facing towards the wall, it'll still hear me breathing. And from my breath, it can tell when I'm in light and deep sleep. Um, so it's pretty accurate at tracking that. But another really cool thing about the app is basically you can set alarms in like half an hour intervals. So say I want to be up between kind of like half six and seven. Say I want to be up at seven, for example, right? I'll then set my alarm between half six and seven. Now, the reason I do half six and seven, because seven's like the latest I want to be up. But what it does is, because it's tracking when I'm in light and deep sleep, it can choose in that half an hour interval when I'm at my lightest sleep and the alarm will go off in that half an hour interval like or whatever point in that half an hour interval when I'm at my lightest sleep. So it means that you know I may be waking up 20, 15, 10 minutes earlier than I want to, but I'll be far more awake at that time compared to if I wake up at 7 o'clock. So it's quite cool in that aspect. So I would recommend um, sleep cycles for those who want to get more on it when tracking your sleep. Now, I suppose, from a data tracking point of view, like, not everyone needs to track everything bang on. Like, not everyone needs to know exactly their steps and exactly their heart rate and their heart rate variability and their sleep and this and that. 
it all depends on the severity of your goals and what you need to track, you know? Someone who, you know, fucking... Again, someone who wants to be a triathlete doesn't really need to monitor their, their steps. They just want to be performing well. And obviously having like a heart rate monitor or an aura ring could be a better quality of that. If you're someone who just wants to track their steps, a Fitbit, a dirt cheap Fitbit, go for it. Don't need to spend more than 50 quid. What I would recommend if you... I've got, I suppose I'm going to give my recommendations now for everything. And what I feel like will be kind of, I suppose, generally speaking, kind of the tiers of it. So if you're going for bang average, you know, it's want to kind of get by... You know, the free version of sleep cycles, track your sleep, and then a Fitbit. You can get dirt, you can get Fitbit like 60, 70 quid. I got my Versa Lite, which is like the one with the screen. It's like 130 quid, but I got for like 19 on a Black Friday sale. So, you know, there you go, get it on sale for cheap enough. Um, if you want to spend a little more money, um, you can always get a heart rate monitor too. That's about 60, 70 quid. So between sleep cycles, heart rate monitor, and um, bah, 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 what am I saying? Your Fitbit, you know, you've got your steps tracked, you've got your heart rate tracked. Um, and you've got your sleep track. Three very basic areas that most people should be looking to improve anyway. Um, and that costs you no more than 200 quid. But those are things going to last you for years. Do you not get away? just need to charge them. Um, if you want to go a level above that, you can look at things like a Whoop Band, which I know they're a little pricey as far as I'm aware. Um, you can wear them around like your arm, your ankle, your wrist, whatever you want. Um... And they can be a little more accurate across the board on all those things. If you're someone who wants to go above and beyond in tracking everything, here's my like, if I had, you know, a thousand quid to spend on data tracking, this is what I go for. For everything, I get an aura ring. This is a, this ring has been shown to be like the most accurate of sleep, steps, heart rate variability, everything you can think of, it's pretty damn accurate. I get a, an Ori. They cost about 300, 350 quid, but it's pretty worthwhile investment for what you get out of it. I'd invest in a heart rate monitor for track my morning heart rate and obviously during cardio as well. Um, sleep cycles for sleep. And yeah, that'd be pretty bang on to be honest. I think, and obviously if you're on it, obviously you want to track, track blood pressure as well, get a blood pressure kind of cuff. I think it costs like 100 quid or so. I could be wrong. Um, but those are the four things I'd have. Sleep cycles, an aura ring, a heart rate monitor, and a blood pressure monitor. That's going to leave very little to guess. And again, the more data you have, the more information you have, the better you can track things, the better decisions you can make, working towards your goals. Now, am I saying you have to get those three, those four things? No. You can go as basic as a, as a Strava watch or if that's a thing, a Garmin watch, a Fitbit, whatever it is. It's all going to be down to what you want to track and how you want, what you want to track it. Um, and hopefully that podcast, this podcast is giving you some light across like, you know, depending on kind of what you want to track and how like accurate you want it, that's kind of what you're looking at getting done. Um, and that's about it to be honest. Um, I hope you've enjoyed that podcast. Nice show. I think while well, I put the short pod, the solo podcast, I keep them short and sweet and get my point across quite quickly. Um, and not take up too much of your day. Uh, guys, thank you very much for tuning in to episode. Jeez, what episode is this? 53 or 54, I believe it is. Let me tell you now. Jesus Christ. Episode 54 of the Coach Man Podcast. Um, again, any one you want me to get on the podcast, anyone you want me to bring back to the podcast. Um, or any topics you want me to touch on, let me know. Again, this topic was suggested by, by a good man called John. And in terms of John, thank you very much for the suggestion. Hope this helped. So any suggestions, let me know, guys. Any guests, let me know. Until next Friday, though, have a great day. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your week. Enjoy whatever day you're watching this, you're listening to this podcast on. And we'll talk really, really soon. Adios.